Y'all ready for this? <laughs> We're back. We're back. Hi, Mister is back. just realized aren't really your friends what as they begin to transform their bodies from the people you had known to a beastly werewolf type creature oh, wow. we don't know their original form that could have been their original form <laughs> <laughs> they try to look uh they try to look their eyes with your they <laughs> sure do they try not. to lock their eyes with yours but yeah. you can hear your friends in the distance crying out that they are skinwalkers. Uh, Whoa. And that you must never look a skinwalker in the eye. Oh, shit. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> must be time for another episode of High Mystery. Must Whoa. be. What? This brave new world that we're in. We've been away for like six weeks. I, I can't decide if they were werewolves or skinwalkers. Because <laughs> they transformed, you know? They transformed. <laughs> and I did not pay attention to skinwalkers. <laughs> Episode Sounds like three Tristan's years ago. Skinwalkers <laughs> yeah. needs to happen. We mm. need to open up Tristan's hole. Uh, hey, guys. It's High Mystery. We're back. Um, we I found... We found Nessie. We found yeah. Bigfoot. We yeah, saw yeah. all the things. <laughs> Atlantis, we were there. Yeah, I um, hope you enjoyed the Patreon episodes that we pushed out for you. Unfortunately, the cameras did cut out when we met Bigfoot, saw Nessie, yeah. and went to Atlantis. Well, their energetic fields are just so intense yeah. that, like, our measly technology just can't... You know, it's like trying to look at God. The, yeah. the omnipresence of it is just overwhelming. Yeah, but, you know, trust. We went. We saw. Yeah. We did it. It happened. Yeah. <laughs> take, take our word for it. Yeah, yeah whatever don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, we also went to Vegas and uh, went to the dispensary there, the Planet 13. Yeah, yeah. first we should tell them who we are before we get into Oh, yeah, too yeah, much. yeah. I'm Robert. I'm Colin. I'm Tristan, and I was not at the Vegas. No, no, yeah. I was there in spirit. I saw the pictures, and I was like... Yes. Yeah. Lou was not there either. <laughs> That's why he looks so sad. If you're watching yeah. the uh, Twitch feed right now. Yeah. He was like, there's so many hotels that allow dogs in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, Lou. Yeah, right. When the whole crew goes. <laughs> we'll leave you in the hotel so you can bark at the wall. <laughs> I mean, why else did Rob get a baby Bjorn if not? <laughs> I mean, that would be quite a nice hangover motif if you had Lou on your stomach as we walked around. I mean, it was like 110 degrees, so he couldn't walk on the ground. So That's true. If I took him, it would be in the Bjorn. <laughs> well, we did go to Alien Jerky. Where, yes. You know, it's pretty solid. Like, if you're... I think anybody who listens to this podcast would enjoy a stop-off at the Alien Jerky, which is soon to be the Alien Hotel and... <laughs> oh, they're ramping up? Oh, they're they're expanding. The jerky has been flying off the shelves, apparently. But... Moneymaker, that Alien Jerky. I mean, they're crashing. The bodies need to be used. Yep. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, though. You can see they've got a couple spaceships and yeah. some aliens and yeah. all, all kinds of fun, like uh, dehydrated ice cream bars and 
stuff like that. They you need a metal yourself. monolith. That's what yeah. they need. <laughs> <laughs> Every town needs a monolith. But that wasn't Planet 13 dispensary. No. What you brought up, which is like the largest dispensary maybe in the world. Which I, is, I mean, I bet. Yeah. Largest in terms of uh, just space, but not maybe in product. I, don't I, I don't know about that either. There was a lot of things that were sold out sure. when I went there. Yeah. No pack wood. <laughs> Rob's decided he didn't get his pack wood. I mean, it was... They I mean, if they're like claiming they're the largest, <laughs> they should have. <laughs> should have the largest inventory, too. They yeah. gave me a lift ticket instead. The lift ticket was good. Okay. I enjoyed it. But Packwoods, it is not. Uh, but it was pretty uh, interesting. I mean, we were walking back from the parking lot to go in initially and got picked up by the tram. <laughs> nice. Which dropped us off at the front door. And then the scale of everything is just massive. The uh, lobby is just huge. There's mm -hmm. probably seven or eight different people just there ready to check people in as they mm -hmm. come through. And then, yeah, once you're inside, there's a cafe and you can go back and see how they're making all their edibles. Nice. Yeah. And uh, there's like a few little selfie opportunities there too and some interactive art. And then you go into the dispensary and it's just massive. I would think that maybe Colorado or something would have something like, you know, you go to a winery and they also like let you drink the wine there. So like maybe something similar where it's a dispensary, but they also have like grow fields that you can like take a tour of or something. Sure. If not... What are you guys doing? <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, that's a thing. Uh, I got some edibles, which I normally hate and uh, do not try. But these were probably the best tasting edibles on the market. I used to buy them when, they're, when they weren't infused. They were just candy. Oh, okay. Um, but these happen to be infused. Uh, that brand is Cocoa Nugs. K-O-K-O. In you, GGZ. And it's just like little chocolate balls? They're made to look like wheat. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's, it's chocolate and crunchy bits. I'm not sure what all goes in there. But they paint it green. Mm -hmm. And essentially each nug that you would pull out is a 10 milligram dose. Okay. Yeah, I think I have had the version nuts. that wasn't infused. That was just like, oh, it's fun because it looks like weed nugs. But yeah. it's like little chocolates or whatever. Yeah, they sure. taste exactly like they did just in chocolate form. Nice. Yes. I enjoyed them. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, they're yeah. solid. <laughs> but, you know, if you aren't normally uh, listening to this podcast, we talk about weed. <laughs> <laughs> we also talk about mysteries. It's true. Uh, today, I brought in a twisted hemp wrap. That's right. <laughs> a hang ten mango. Yeah, brah. <laughs> and it is packed with Next Green Wave, uh, ice cream cake is the uh, strain, and it is 30.00% total THC. Woo! Tipping the scales. I got uh, my standard, it's a high hemp Dutch cream wrap. Inside is a Union Electric Electric Souffle. It's like 24.6 something percent THC. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I got... Uh, this box of Weekenders. It's a box. I like the box because it's cardboard, you know, eco-friendly. Uh, it comes with seven cannabis joints and their strain is Drift, which is, there just says it's a high THC plus CBD wedding cake blend. I scoured the box to try to find a percentage. 
I did not, but I will read the back of the box because it's nice. <laughs> it says, drift, float, feel, release, relax, restore. Drift is a revelation. It's high-potency wedding cake, a strain known for pain relief and perceptiveness, blended with CBD-rich Shakti flour. The result is a joint with sweet earthly flavors and a euphoric high that's rooted in calm. Drift is a refreshing escape. Grown in California's Emerald Triangle. I'm glad you clarified because I was thinking drifting like car drifting. Yeah, like the like, Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, Fast and the Furious define drifting with their third film. Right. You, <laughs> you think you're turning, but you're somehow going straight. And exactly. cinema, really. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, the whole film world was revolutionized by that one. <laughs> But yeah, I was thinking it was like, it's so intense, it's like drifting down the highway. You know what I mean? You're out of control, but not. <laughs> I think Vin Diesel's cameo in Tokyo Drift was the highest paid cameo. I could be wrong in that one, but... I mean, it might be at the time. I gotta figure now, well, I don't know how cameos are defined, but I would assume it's something Harrison Ford has done. Yeah. <laughs> are we starting one by one these days? I mean, yeah. We are going to light that light. Lightity light. <laughs> just uh, just an FYI, Brian um, said he uses a zero water filter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a zero yeah. train. <laughs> I don't get any money, so, you know, I don't have any time. But I'm happy that you're enjoying the fluoride-free water and, uh, you know, keep that penal glandy calcified. <laughs> but also, like, no heavy metals and stuff, too, which is also good. I'm still a Brita warrior. I like my Brita. <laughs> May not take it down to zero, but it takes it down to a nice 25 parts per million. <laughs> right. And I like it that way. It's got a little water flavor in there. I was raised on Brita. I'm going to die. That's right. My family's a Brita family through and through. <laughs> For some reason, we're dedicated to this corporation. Just <laughs> probably owned by Coca-Cola or something. Well, if you haven't been listening to us, and this is your first episode in... You're in for a doozy. Yeah, yeah because right. uh, this is part seven of a seven-part series. We are finishing it up. You're here for the happy ending. Yes, I'm <laughs> sorry that it took uh, so long, including a five-week hiatus. <laughs> Basically, JFK got killed and some things are weird about it. And Lots of things are weird. Yeah, Very suspect. What more could I say? That's, that's... There was a report. Everyone knows that the report is bullshit. So what really <laughs> happened if the supposed report is confirmed bullshit? In parts one, two, three, four, five, and six, <laughs> we learned that JFK, dead. Oswald, <laughs> dead. Wow. Oswald's friends, dead. Witnesses, missing. Tramps, unknown. It's a lighthearted story, though, in, in the end. <laughs> In the end, Pixar will pick it up for two movies next year. <laughs> well, that makes sense, especially if Disney's involved, because you got to have the horrible, gruesome deaths in the yes, beginning man. to make the, the character <laughs> arc so beautiful in the end. Now that we are caught up, uh, there's just one loose end that we have not yet explored. Okay. <laughs> which it's, is... Wait, have we talked about the Babushka lady? Yeah, we, we did. We did yeah. talk okay, about we, Babushka. Okay. Which, in reality is what this conspiracy is all about. 
On the one the hand, the lady. <laughs> no, that it was a CIA and Bush senior. <laughs> On the one hand, you have the official count of events that Lee Harvey Oswald was just a man that had the motive, means, and opportunity <laughs> to kill Kennedy, and he took <coughs> just a man with a trench coat <laughs> and a love for movies. It's pretty much an open and shut case. Move on to new business. But if we refuse to believe that as the truth, who else had the motive, means, and opportunity? Whom? Let's get into it. Probably lots of people. <laughs> <laughs> the first is called the New Orleans Conspiracy. Oh. I, 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 New Orleans Conspiracy. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, Not you, from there. You pronounced it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you can also say NOLA. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> you can also just go, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> you know, just mime a little trumpet. Then uh, you mean New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Who dat? <laughs> Who dat? Yeah, that's the anthem of the Saints, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who dat? Who dat? The Bengals is Who Day. Oh. And I think it's hotly contested who came first. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just spurring some sports <laughs> some, is rivalry. It rivalry yeah. Is it who day D A Y D E Y? I think D E Y as in who they as yeah. in who they think gonna beat them Bengals, which is nobody. Yeah, you can hear it at the stadium. Although lots of people do. <laughs> <laughs> the list is actually quite long. Statistically, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we mainly discussed the Nolans, the Hudak conspiracy. Okay. So I won't go, it was in part three, the trial of, uh, in the trial of JFK. But I won't go into great details on that theory, but uh, there were a lot of names coming out of New Orleans in connection with the Kennedy assassination. Mainly the guys trying to do the ice skating rink. Exactly, yeah. those guys. The quote unquote ice skating rink. Right. The most ridiculous proposal anyone ever heard in the South. <laughs> the Dallas ice skating rink <laughs> in New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> in all honesty, it seems like the most plausible of the theories. That uh, Oswald was in New Orleans during the spring and summer before the assassination of JFK. He had friends in low places in the area. Oh! Because <laughs> he's got friends in low Place where the whiskey drowns and the bear chases my blues away. I love that song. <laughs> uh, <coughs> all of whom had some insider knowledge into the Kennedy assassination before it happened. Okay. So it makes perfect sense that Oswald would have recruited or been recruited by people in the area in a plot to kill Kennedy. Oswald ran in communist circles, and there is no reason to doubt that he would have had the support of like-minded individuals in the area. Mm. If he were planning on assassinating the president, I'm sure he would have asked for at least a little bit of help. It also seemed that if he planned on killing the president alone, he would have kept that shit a secret. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it seemed that everyone except Kennedy knew about the assassination before it happened, which leads me to believe that he had a little help from his friends. That's how you get by. <coughs> yeah. True. That's how you get high. Mm -hmm. Hey, right here. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. I heard Ringo's song. Uh, oh boy, Ringo's written a song. <laughs> Everybody get ready to laugh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it wasn't Ringo that wrote that one, though. 
Oh, and, or Ringo. Just performed <laughs> it? Yeah, he was performing it as Billy Shears, so they were like, we need a song for Billy. Oh. <laughs> and if they had, you know, Paul do it, it would have been two on the nose. <laughs> what about the other one off that album? That, right, that one? What Ringo? would you think if I sang out of tune? That is help from your friends. Oh. <laughs> later in the song. That's <laughs> really the song. The second theory <coughs> is that the CIA was behind the assassination. Yeah. Theorists okay. <laughs> that there was a lot of motivation for why the CIA would have wanted Kennedy dead. First, Kennedy fired CIA director Alan Doulas. Or Doulas. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he had a duels. reason. He gave his life to the CIA. I'm not sure. He was three days from retirement. <laughs> All he wanted to do was get to Napa with his wife. Alan Dules, <laughs> if you didn't already know, was in charge of Project MKUltra, <coughs> mind control program. Oh, okay. Maybe not the greatest guy. Yeah. As well as the just, Bay of Pigs fiasco. Just to say, uh, like, in order to brainwash people for MKUltra, you're talking about creating trauma, you're creating, like, abuse mm -hmm. like there's a lot of horrible things that happen yeah you don't just turn it off you know right <laughs> <laughs> uh the bay of pigs fiasco which was why he was fired in the first place um. after the bay of pigs kennedy said he wanted to splinter the cia into a thousand pieces and scattered into the winds good job you should you were the, you were so close he's so close <laughs> he almost did it Kennedy was expecting to cut the CIA's budget by as much as 20% before his death. On November 28th, 1961, Kennedy presented Duels with the National Security Medal, and the very next day, Kennedy fired his ass. It is safe to say... <laughs> I love it. It's like, look, you want to be honored for all your work, fine, but now you got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, give him a little medal. Just get the fuck out It was the only way he was going to show up to be fired, let's be honest. I mean, it is kind of like when the uh, cops uh, say that uh, this convict, convicted felon won the lottery, he has to come pick up his money and they arrest him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is kind of like uh, it's safe to say that the CIA, as well as Duels, was uh, at least a little sore about Kennedy's handling of the Bay of Pigs. His refusal to provide air support, his finger-pointing of blame at the CIA. Can you imagine what a fiasco would have been, though, if he had provided air support? If he had been bombing Cuban soil? I mean, I don't know that much about politics, but I know that would have risen things to an international level. For sure. Yeah, he it had some... Drawn you know, response. He had some, like, um... But, of course, the CIA is like, we had dudes on the ground. How are you not going to bomb everybody? Exactly. You have yeah. dudes on the ground. You, why do you want us to bomb everybody? <laughs> Those are our dudes down there. <laughs> um, so, on November 29th, 1963, exactly two years to the day after he was fired by Kennedy, Duels was placed on the Warren Commission by LBJ. How convenient. Um, right? Did he go on to make a non-alcoholic beer franchise? <laughs> Is he the duels of other duels? Just put an O on the beginning. It's Irish. <laughs> How do you become the name non-alcoholic beer? 
You know what I mean? Like, do you yes. think they were trying to make beer and then they were like, there's no alcohol in this? Wait a minute. Let's market this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I wonder. I'm very curious. I'm going to learn the history of Odul's today. <laughs> we were given, <laughs> we were given Odul's um, on the ship one day. As like like a, they were like, Odul's loves the troops and they love you kind of a thing. If like, you want to drink beer, we got you. <laughs> we're not allowed to drink, um, at least on the ship. Well, yeah, you're like running a ship. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, every now and then there's like a, a day of celebration. I don't know. Maybe we're on in the middle of the ocean on 4th of July or something like that. I'm not sure what event it was. I think it was Filipino Day okay. or something. Um, and our ship was like half Filipino. Okay. So they serve like... Uh, like those eggs that are have the still birth bird in them. Oh, like the hundred year old eggs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just disgusting. It's called eggs. a balut of a yeah, yeah, egg. Yeah, that's partially formed chicken yeah. egg. <laughs> the hundred year old egg is a whole different animal. Oh, yeah, that's just like the rotten one. Right? That's the one that's been fermented for however <clears throat> yeah. long. It's not actually a hundred years, but whatever it is, it makes it like clear black jelly or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They're very similar, but very different. Both but, disgusting. Dude. Yeah, yeah both. If it's your thing, it's your thing. I mean, it, it, it was, it was, it smelled disgusting. I'm glad I wasn't in the uh, chow line for that. They ran out so quick. I mean, they probably had a very limited supply, but everybody loved them. I don't know. Okay. I've just never eaten a hard-boiled egg and been like, you know what I'm missing? Some feathers, yeah. like some beans. A little skull to crunch yeah. on. I mean, who knows? Maybe that gives it the perfect texture. Uh, I don't know. I would have to eat it in like one bite, not knowing type of thing. But even then, I feel it's such a big bite. Yeah. <laughs> what are you <laughs> just like blindfolded eating things in this scenario? <laughs> <laughs> if somebody was like, "It's an egg," and I'm like, "All right," <laughs> eating whole hard-boiled eggs like the uh, Asian guy in the replacements. I mean, <laughs> it's like you don't eat eggs like that. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so, um, at any Sorry. rate, they. I'm still picturing Rob eating eggs like Scooby Doo. <laughs> just taking the I whole just, dozen in a line yeah. and <laughs> shoving it all in at once. Throw it up in the air and it just goes straight down. <laughs> exactly. Um, at any rate, they served Odul's on like one of those kind of days and they would give you drink tickets. You'd have to, each person had two drink tickets. Because I guess if you drink a bunch of Odul's, it might actually get you fucked up. It, does have, a, it does have a very small alcohol content. I think it's like 0.5%. So, yeah. I mean, if you had maybe 80 Odul's, you'd get pretty drunk, I guess. I mean, yeah. There, so, where there's, there's a will, there's a way. I, <laughs> I, I certainly didn't want any Odul's. So, you know, there's people just, yeah, give me your drink tickets. Give me your drink tickets. And just I mean, anything, I guess, at that point. Yeah. Right? You know? Sure, at least the taste of beer, I guess. <laughs> uh, so if duels or the CIA... <laughs> it's like, all right, we're not talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> ...had any involvement in the assassination, it would have been very easy to cover that up with duels on the Warren Commission. Yeah. Um, Gaten Fonzi... Way! <laughs> An investigator for the House Committee on Assassinations wrote that investigators were pressured not to look into the relationship between Lee Harvey Oswald and the CIA. Hmm. In 1995, 
former U.S. Army intelligence officer and NSA executive assistant John M. Newman published evidence that both the FBI and CIA deliberately tampered with their files on Oswald both before and after the assassination. Oh, boy. Furthermore, he found that both agencies withheld information that might have alerted authorities in Dallas that Oswald posed a potential threat to the president. Are we talking about the actor? Who's doing this? Newman. (laughs) The actor with the sunglasses? Executive, the uh, U.S. Army intelligence officer and NSA executive assistant, John M. Newman. Okay. So... He's got some information. He's got some cred. Well, I mean, I feel like it's... He's credible. And it's, like, good credibility because... Or just the fact that, like, you don't omit those things unless you're covering something up. Like, you know, there there wouldn't be that for nothing else. What? (laughs) Like, I'm just saying, like, the fact that there was blame covering up and altering of facts... Proves that there's they're the ones involved. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what John M. Newman believes that uh, there was a plot to kill the president, and it was orchestrated by CIA chief of counterintelligence James Angleton, and the cover operation was by Alan Dulles. See, he's seen all the angles. <laughs> he seems to. His name. It doesn't his feet. Of course, there is also the conspiracy that the Secret Service was complicit in the assassination. The Secret Service planned the route of the motorcade, which took more turns than necessary, slowing down the motorcade, making the president an easier target to hit. Mm. Even the House Select Committee on Assassinations noted that Kennedy did not receive adequate protection in Dallas, that the Secret Service possessed and did not use information that could have prevented an assassination, and that the Secret Service was inadequately prepared to protect the president from sniper fire. And who orders the Secret Service? Like, who do they receive their their orders from? That is a very good They're their whole own (laughs) entity. Yeah, I don't... I'm pretty sure. uh, They're very secret about... uh, (laughs) About their services. Yeah, about who the head of the Secret Service is. Their services are kept quite quiet. You can't look that shit up on Google. (laughs) DuckDuckGo. Yeah. (laughs) You might be able to find them on there. That's where you definitely lose me on a big step because I have the hardest time believing that the men and women who are, you know, sworn to protect the president's life with their own would slow down the motorcade and help. Yeah. So that for me is like, mm, like if any aspect of it, like I could believe that the CIA, I could also even believe that they had all this stuff, uh, all these plans and plots going and like none of them ever actually came to fruition too. And they were like, Oh shit, we better, or wash all this stuff that makes us look really bad. <laughs> right? You know, it's just like a comedy of errors at that point. <laughs> it's like, didn't you just have lunch with Lee Harvey Oswald? <laughs> uh. He seemed like such a nice guy in the book depository. 
So normally, if the president is going to be exposed, you would have Secret Service standing on every building, keeping an eye out for snipers. But because the president was passing by so many buildings, the Secret Service was basically like, nope. What did you <laughs> You guys want to get on every building? Man, that's a I'm lot like, of buildings, bro. Like halfway through this breakfast burrito. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to need a breakfast burrito nap after this. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't worry about it. Just let it roll through. No big deal. <laughs> Lastly, no actions were taken by Roy Kellerman, who sat passenger seat in the limo to cover the president's body when shots were fired. So, oh, so the, the Secret Service guy in the car with him? Yeah, the Secret Service in the car and the guy, yeah. What you said. <laughs> huh. You need to light another one. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Kristen's on it. So, um, yeah, he when shots were fired, you can see the video footage. You guys just chilling, <laughs> admiring the view. <laughs> this is quite a parade and all for me. Right. <laughs> He's like, did a bird just poop on me? <laughs> what was that? It's like blood splatter from literally the president. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, Roy, boy. Roy, boy. Oh, boy, Roy. <laughs> You really dropped the ball on that one there. I mean, you got to be, you know, you, you got the best seat in the house. <laughs> like, you, you got to figure he was number one at his job to have that, you know, seat. And he couldn't even do it. Wow. I mean, uh, granted, the, not, everybody, not everybody <laughs> knew that shots were fired. Well, sure, fired. yeah. Lots Nobody of knew where they were coming from and whatnot, so. Yeah. Um, there is the possibility that LBJ orchestrated the assassination. LBJ? For a couple of key reasons. Turn those keys. Wasn't that LBJ's um, wife's nickname Lady Bird? Well, I don't know, maybe. It was. That's <laughs> Facts. That's why Hank Hill named his dog Lady Bird. Okay. You can well, always believe facts that you learn from. TV shows. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm almost certain that's right. <laughs> Why would King of the Hill die I mean, to Colin? He's as certain that that is right as I am that Vin Diesel got the highest pick. Uh, <laughs> so, first, would have made him, it would have made him president if JFK were assassinated. Uh, which, you know, I guess yippee for people that want to be president. <laughs> Second, LBJ was a more conservative Democrat, while JFK was a more liberal Democrat, almost like having a Democratic president and a Republican vice president. So they disagreed on nearly everything, and there was a strong possibility that LBJ would be uh, removed from the ticket in 1964, mm. when Kennedy would run again. So... That would be crazy. I don't think, it, I mean, not certainly not in our lifetime where a president and vice president didn't run for re-election. I mean, if he wanted it together. so bad, why not just run for presidency against I mean, Kennedy I guess if you're going to be off the ticket. Yeah. Be like, all right, yeah, get yourself a new second man. I'm, I'm your new opponent. So a few ancillary theories that are mostly speculative. I love me some ancillary theories. <laughs> I should show uh, people the one picture that I have. 
Do it. Show <laughs> it. That is a good guy. Hey. Hey, this guy. So, on the more fringe would be that Kennedy was killed by a shadow government of wealthy industrialists whom had shared interest in the war effort in Vietnam. <clears throat> including that of military industrial, uh, including that of the military industrial complex. Mm. Former Texas Senator Ralph Yarborough stated that Kennedy lived, um, that had Kennedy lived, there would have been no Vietnam War. Oh, it has. Probably. Well, yeah, he's more on the peace train. That's yeah. why he got elected, so it makes sense. Mm. <clears throat> that would have been nice. Right? Right? <laughs> I mean, but at the same time, maybe not. I mean, a lot of the counterculture movements that happened at the time only happened because the war was happening. A lot of the music and media that we know and love only happened and I mean, were defined by the war. And, well, in many ways defined by the assassination of Kennedy. But the Beatles we... come to America, I think, the same month, like within a week or so of each other. Yeah. Of, of Kennedy's assassination. Doesn't mean that we wouldn't have equally great things. It would just be different. Sure. Yeah, that's true. Or well, might even be worse. Who knows? There might have been some uh, war in another timeline that just got way worse. Yeah. So, who knows? <clears throat> <laughs> So it has been argued that Kennedy was seeking negotiated peace with the Soviet Union and that those in leadership positions in the CIA and uh, the Joint Chiefs of Staff and the military industrial complex did not want that leadership in the White House. So that's one fringe theory that has some traction. <laughs> They've all got traction, baby. I mean, if you believe in the shadow government. It's all got traction. Because, you know, <laughs> first we have to establish that there's a shadow government in order to believe that. That's all I'm saying. I mean, if you talk about the shadow government, then you also talk about, like, the regular government, because they definitely have people in the <coughs> regular government who they are orchestrating. Yeah. <clears throat> you guys talk about government. You talk about government. <laughs> right? <laughs> we were talking about politics. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your uh, what's his name impersonation? I don't know. It yeah, sounded a lot like that dude who like screams and is like crazy on the camera. I don't know his name. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know in reference to what. Damn. <laughs> Damn my brain. I mean, it very well probably is. Was it the guy who played the principal and accepted? Uh, Justin Long, right? I just. <laughs> I don't think it was Justin Long. Uh, <coughs> I don't know. <coughs> Alex Jones, I want to say. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a very Alex Jones thing. Is that right? Um, no, I'm thinking I'm probably doing a John Madden with that. See, the thing about... <laughs> okay. The thing about trying to get the ball down the field is you got to move the ball forward. <laughs> so there is the possibility of Cuban exiles being responsible. After all... No Cuban was all too pleased with Kennedy following the Bay of Pigs. Uh, neither were the exiles or the Cuban government itself. Um, they could have been responsible for it as well. Moreover, the Soviet government was not at all too pleased with Kennedy. Neither. Neither. 
We ain't pleased neither. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a whole list of haters. <laughs> yeah. We's here building our soapbox car for the race. <laughs> you run mighty fast. <laughs> You's ever seen a car go down the hill before? <laughs> oh man, it rolls fast. Oh, Lord. Israeli government too. <laughs> oh, they could have been in on it. They did not like the president and has been indicated as a possible conspirator. Mm. Also. There always, there's always the possibility that an organized crime syndicate could have had Kennedy killed. Oh. The one that that, like, uh, nightclub owner worked for or whatever? Jack Ruby? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> this is based on Jack Ruby's involvement yeah, I in did the it, guys. I remember. Catastrophe <laughs> of events. Uh, plus, government documents revealed that some members of the Mafia worked closely with the CIA on assassination attempts on Fidel Castro. Oh, Fidel. And it wouldn't be too far-fetched to think the working relationship spilled into the Kennedy assassination. For sure, if you got a, a well-oiled machine of assassination. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd call it a well-oiled machine, yes. <laughs> <laughs> could hire somebody, but this is Tuesday for them. Right? <laughs> <clears throat> Lastly, and I will say this because it is as ridiculously absurd as it is plausible. Okay. Oswald attempted to kill the president and even perhaps wounded the president, but the kill shot actually came from a Secret Service agent named George Hickey who was riding in the follow-up car directly behind the president. So the idea is he's just there popping bullets off? Nobody noticed? <clears throat> well, the theory alleges that after the first two shots were fired, the motorcade sped up while Hickey was attempting to respond to Oswald's shots, and he lost his balance, oh. accidentally pulling the trigger of his AR-15 and shot JFK in the head. No! That would be so rough. <laughs> oh, that's like I mean, slipping on a banana peel and killing someone. Right? <laughs> Honestly, though, like, it it would make everything make sense. <laughs> that's the craziest part about this explanation. Like, who wouldn't want to cover that up? Yeah, it would make for a reason <laughs> right? to cover that who up. Who was a whoopsie-daisy? Seriously. So... One of our agents tripped... Misfired, killed the president. <laughs> uh, that would be, yeah. Right? <laughs> that would be insane. <laughs> be the ultimate fuck up. That's my favorite. That work. <laughs> That's my favorite theory so far. What happened to this guy? Was he like dismissed or like. Ooh, yeah. Do we know? Uh, I might have it written down, but the only trouble with this theory is that the trajectory doesn't quite work. So, like, if he fell back, the bullet doesn't make sense? It basically, from his angle, like, you know, he probably would have had to have come down or something. Sure. Who knows? What if it ricocheted off of a UFO <laughs> that nobody noticed was there? You're right, it just off of a street light. Did they check the street lights in the area? It just went straight up, hit a street light, back down. <laughs> I mean, that would be so good. <laughs> but there are also no witnesses 
that can uh, that can say a Secret Service man was firing his weapon. Mm. Of course, nobody can definitively say anything about the gunshots that day. Sure. That's one thing that's been, you know, yeah. proven through this is that some people were like, oh, yeah, it was 30 gunshots. Some people were like, I didn't hear anything. Right. Some people were like, I heard two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can only say that there was a Secret Service man, Hickey, yeah. riding in that car with that gun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Doesn't it seem insane that he's, like, in a car and he, like, whips around and falls over? Well, it's like a convertible, right? So he probably, yeah, like, stands all... up to, like. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And then as they like speed up, he's like, oh. Exactly. He's, he's like about to stand up and turn, but instead when he stands up, they speed off. He goes, oh, shoots, bullet hits Kennedy. I can't help picturing it just like in the most cartoonish way possible. <laughs> <laughs> then he slips and like flips his entire body up. Home Alone style. <laughs> Whoa! And then this guy goes off. He watches a bold and yeah. motion. Like, <laughs> it's like ricocheting off of 10, 15 different things. Everybody's watching the bullet. <laughs> you know, like, oh boy. Huh. And that is all the information I have on the JFK assassination. Oh, snap. I may have to do a follow-up if and when the unredacted reports come out, hopefully this year. Um, oh, the unredacted yeah, reports come out this year. They're mm -hmm. supposed to, unless they file I mean, some type of extension or something. There's not that much of the year left, so this could be a really exciting uh, return yeah. to this mystery. I think it'll be in, like, October or something. I think we'll probably have to crack Tristan's hole wide open. Yeah. 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 Never pass up an opportunity. <laughs> okay, so we've gotten really deep into the very plausible well, theories, right? Or is there more to say? There's Sorry. a few just, I will say that, you know, there's just so much fucking information on this thing. So there's sure. a couple of other tangential rabbit holes I would have had to gotten to go down. Like, um, you know, if I if we went the mafia route, there are so many like members connected to the case. If you just looked at mafia organizations, mm -hmm. I mean, including Jimmy Hoffa and other things, and I'd have to do a whole episode on Jimmy Hoffa and all that. You'd have to. I'd have to because <laughs> people don't know that this guy's missing <laughs> or who he was or what. Sure. And didn't he have like a secret safe or something, or is that different? No, you're thinking of Al Capone's. Phone. Oh, okay. Al Capone. <laughs> yeah, if you guys haven't seen that Maury uh, Povich episode, I think it's Maury's Maury. talking about. No, no, it's not Maury. Oh shoot, it's the guy with the mustache. The. Uh, oh yeah. Geraldo Rivera. That's the one, Geraldo Rivera. Okay. He was the one that tried to uncover. It was just an empty room. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember that. He got in trouble for claiming they were going in it and it was like there's nothing in here. Um yeah, and there were like pieces of information that I like chose like not to include because it just wasn't sure if that was true or not. Like the audio evidence that there were as many as six shots fired or like deathbed confessions or confessions by not very reliable witnesses. Mm. Um, there are deeper conspiracies still, like photographic evidence of Kennedy's skull being doctored to Kennedy's body being swapped on the plane back to DC. <laughs> uh, the photograph of Lee Harvey Oswald holding the gun supposedly used to kill Kennedy 
having two distinct light sources <laughs> casting shadows. Okay. Weird. So like it was Doctor or something. Um, Officer J.D. Tippett being in on the plot to frame Oswald. He was the guy that Just was shot. Just a tidbit, shot. though. <laughs> <laughs> he was the one that was shot by Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh. So... Shot by Lee Harvey. He was the the first, you know, when he right before he runs into the movie theater, movie he theater. like shoots him, and then he's like, "Oh, looking yeah. for a place to go," which is why the other guy goes in there because he looks suspicious. It like, was freaking J.D. Out Tippett who was fired and killed by Lee Harvey Oswald. Supposedly, allegedly. Well, yeah, and but if he was in on the plot, then maybe Lee Harvey Oswald was like, "No, I'm going to frame you and say that you killed," you know, or something like that. Or maybe that it, like he was legitimately in on it. Oswald knew that he was in on it and was going to tell. And who knows? But that's, again, a whole other thing. Um, that's why I didn't really include it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so much. The trajectory of the bullet and the amount of time it would have taken to fire all of the rounds. I didn't really cover that. Right. You didn't bring up a diagram with the little yeah, right. the arrows little and the lines and pointing. I think it's been proven that you can do it. Um, and some people say within a certain degree of like knowledge and know-how of the weapon, you know, like you'd, you'd need to be an expert in order to do it, or you yeah. need to be just a-okay on this weapon, but. Or just hella lucky, depending, like lucky if that's like your goal or whatever. Right, but yeah, like, no, I know what you mean. I mean, I could have dived deeper into Oswald's past. Um, I just glossed over it, but the possibility that Oswald was under an MK Ultra mind control test, mm. um, or George H. W. Bush's involvement in the conspiracy. I could have been involved with that. <laughs> I, mean, I was. I was. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, but I felt like I would like I had I was doing complete three sixties on the the whole thing. Like it would just all lead back and be like, well, this person says no, and this person says. And there's no. so many of the people and lines to cross and stuff it's hard to keep the web is thick all. indeed yeah it's a thick web so that's why i didn't go into every little nuance of it because it's just like you could write books and books and people have fringe think, yes. stuff just you know i could have done a whole mystery on that secret service member who might have fired that shot yeah, for sure. I mean, it's definitely a very fun one. And I, when I read that, I was like, oh, man. I didn't I didn't really make it too big because there's not a whole lot of information on this guy. And I mean, if he was like a well-decorated guy beforehand. And, and it seems like, you know, most of the time you don't have, like even Secret Service, no, you don't have your finger on the trigger mm -hmm. until you're actually aiming at something. You know, you're not just, you know, but maybe he fell back and just the, shake of it but then i'm probably they can probably prove that that doesn't happen to the ak or the ar or whatever whatever yeah so yeah but uh i mean <laughs> if you have any more theories or what well, yeah i got a theory all right of course i got a theory <laughs> i mean outside of cryptids uh no <laughs> i mean my first theory that's like wildly outlandish is that there's a time traveler he just pops in at the right time, the right moment, and literally could have used a futuristic weapon, something that had a range beyond and could have, you know, still used the bullets for the right gun and just laid the gun down. Right. Lee Harvey Oswald turns the corner after shelving some books 
sees this futuristic guy in crazy clothes and stuff, and he's like, sorry. And then he hits his button and teleports back to the future. That might make you run out of the book depository, like going, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> you know, and you left the gun, you know, all the evidence is essentially there to prove that you did it. Yeah, maybe they were uh, future people in Roswell. Maybe it was just because that happens like not long before this. So the idea being that that was like the Terminator event. Yeah, like yeah, that's they crashed in. Or, <laughs> that's where they first came in. Yeah, mm-hmm. went to a bar, got some clothes. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then carried out their mission. Got some sweet as, sunglasses. Yeah, as soon as the mission was carried out in their leather, they uh, hit the button and went home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe it's like what you were saying, where like the future where that doesn't happen is bad and so he has to come back and be like no he the assassination has to go through yeah we have to uh we have to make sure vietnam happens because cambodia was way worse (laughs) or something like or you know the war of europe was way worse so (laughs) yeah we want to make sure vietnam happens which is a crazy thought (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's the plot of the star trek episode uh I mean, everything's a plot of a Star Trek episode, right? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, or a Simpsons episode. Yeah, where the uh, edge of forever, um, they have to, like, keep the World War II from... They have to make it happen because if not, then Hitler will rise to power and yada, yada, yada. Uh-huh. So, yeah, they're like, we have to make uh, <laughs> World War II happen, though they could have easily had it prevented. Wow. Yeah. It's hard to imagine something being much worse than World War II. Right? <laughs> Honestly. But, uh, It's anyway. just really America's involvement in World War II. We need to go into war. Well, we're going to be doing a Patreon episode oh, yeah. next. And uh, if Colin got you satiating for some more Tristan's Hole, oh. that's what we got coming up on the Patreon episode. We're going to open oh. it up and pull out some things. <laughs> multiple things uh, yeah that's yeah. right oh, wow. it's gonna be a it's good like time Mary Poppins bag so make sure you check out that Patreon um, it's going on on the Patreon <laughs> <laughs> patreon.com slash high mystery special content 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 <laughs> you jump to your feet and run with the blunt in your mouth toward your friends you pass by the scavenger smoking ogre whom you can hear say aloud as you run past Leave the creatures to me. Thanks, oh, Ogre. Sounds yeah. this oh, Ogre sounds like an old man. <laughs> ogre old man. <laughs> the ogre lifts his large club high above his head and with a mighty swing crushes the head of the leading skinwalker. The blow is so great that it leaves a crater in the ground, and the following tremors crush the legs of the other two skinwalkers. Whoa. That's all for this episode of High Mystery. I'm Robert. I'm Colin. I'm Tristan. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for coming back to us. We're back. See you next week. New episodes every Monday. Want more High Mystery? Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash highmystery for exclusive episodes every Friday. 
Merchandise can be found at our website at highmystery.com. Stay up to date by following us on Facebook and Instagram at High Mystery for fan art, news, and upcoming events. Thanks for listening.